are just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. That's right, it's full spoiler recaps. We're binging a new season of a show every week and chatting about it in full spoilery detail in just one podcast. I'm Jess Sterling. Today we are discussing Netflix's Griselda. And of course, I am joined here by my partner in crime, Grace Leader. Grace, how are you? Wait, what? I watched 11 seasons of Modern Family. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh Wait, hold on, what? I watched 250 episodes of Modern Family. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> Only six episodes, six hours versus probably uh, hundreds of hours of television. Uh, I watched I watched Griselda. I watched it. I liked it. I liked Griselda. Yeah, yeah I did too. We'll get into it. Um, but before we do, don't forget to subscribe. PosherRecaps.com slash recaps and PosherRecaps.com slash subscribe if you want to see all the content we have coming out right now. Uh, and if you didn't watch Griselda, go do it. It's on Netflix. It's six episodes, about 45-ish minutes a piece. So really not too bad I, I watched it in a span of like four days i think so yeah i, I mean we're, pretty quickly we're recording on monday night it came out on friday so the, um, you know yeah we watched it very quickly <laughs> yeah, ha- yeah have to right uh-huh. um yeah i mean i i have to say i went into it with like kind of like meh expectations obviously sofia vergara we all know her from modern family she you know is known for being more comedic And so this is a very dramatic role. And I didn't, I don't really know anything about, or I didn't, I should say, I didn't know anything about Griselda Blanco going into this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew the general gist of what the story was going to be about. Mm -hmm. I knew that it involved people who worked on Narcos, which like kind of gave me an idea of what I might expect. But Grace, I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed this uh, miniseries. Yeah. I mean, I think how this thing came to be is yes, creators of Narcos worked on this. Narcos was a huge hit. I believe it also had a spinoff, uh, Narcos. There's two Narcos series that were on Netflix. And then there's this. And Griselda Blanco is somebody who has been portrayed in media before, I think pretty unsuccessfully um, uh, based on what I've seen. I don't know that I've seen anything, but everything, the reviews are kind of like, yeah, and it really does her justice. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the other piece is, you know, as people are talking about this being Sofia Vergara's like, you know, the thing she's in right now, um, looking back and being like, she was never, she was never nominated, I believe, for an Emmy for her work in Modern Family. And I feel Mm. like some of the narrative is like, this is her proving that she is an actor. She also executive produced this. So she put in work to make it get very, very passionate about this project in particular, I, I remember hearing. So yeah. Yeah. And so she's, this is kind of like, take this like very complicated figure, but in a story that is familiar, I think with like the narcos and true crime sensation that is now. And Sofia Vergara will, will play Griselda Blanco. And overall, I thought if, even if I don't know that it um, aligns perfectly with, with what happened. And I feel like to a degree, I want to talk about Griselda Blanco's like portrayal in the show. I thought if you just like, kind of like take it without most context, it was pretty enjoyable. I totally agree. I um I ended up obviously looking up Griselda Blanco after the fact to kind of see how much really aligned with uh with her life and this show. And uh unsurprisingly, she killed all three of her husbands, <laughs> which yeah. is like yeah. if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about Griselda Blanco. Um but yeah, I totally agree. I thought that Sofia Vergara was so good in this. I thought she did such an excellent job at playing someone who is really like, I mean, 
a cold-blooded killer at the end of the day but at the same time you know there's like this big drug uh, queen pin if you want to say um but also just the complexity with which like right all these roadblocks she's up against misogyny and just like never being taken seriously and how much it gets to her but then you know and i'm not even going to say she broke bad because she was already bad on episode one, you know, yeah. it was just breaking further bad. If yeah. You will. Yeah. Some of the feedback I saw that it's like, but they're ignoring all the stuff she did before. And it's like, no, not, re not really. I don't think Who so. Cares, like, though? But do well, we need that? Like, I was well, happy to be plopped into like, not the middle of the story, but like the beginning of the middle of the story. Well, they, she says like from all my time working in New York and running a drug cartel, like this is how I learned how to do all this stuff and why I'm able yeah. to do it. Like they definitely acknowledge it. I, I think you know, uh, yeah, but I, I fully agree. A lot of the reviews, right? Like People Magazine says she's sensational. TV Guide says she's terrifyingly good. I believe Empire Magazine says, uh, what did they say? Something also good. Uh, delivers an astonishing performance. Uh, Time mm -hmm. Magazine says Griselda Casafia Vergara as a girl boss Scarface. So girl you got boss? It. Stop it, girl boss Scarface. Girl Stop boss it. Scarface. Um, I yeah. thought she, yo, know, I thought she did a really good job at like having. She has the poise and the confidence that you would expect of a female drug leader, like a drug lord. You'd yeah. have to expect they they would have a good amount of charisma in order to get people on their side, right? Especially with misogyny and all of that. Um, and I thought she had that. But she also had a little bit of the softness when – I say a little bit of the soft. I mean a I little – a tiny little bit uh, when dealing with her family. And I thought it was so fun, Grace, like, you know – uh, we just celebrated, what is it, 25 years after The Sopranos uh, yeah. pilot aired. Yeah. And uh, and obviously big things like uh, Breaking Bad, which led into Better Call Saul, ended. And I loved hearing from Griselda, I did all of this for you, for for you and your hermanos. Like, yeah. this was all for, you, for my family, familia. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, liar! You all say that! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, to give a quick spoiler we got won't, won't be too much but basically mm -hmm. yeah we start with her having a uh, fleeing medellin um from alberto her husband we're gonna learn that she basically uh she shot him um and she leaves with her three kids um she immediately like can't help but just like she brought a kilo of cocaine and is gonna sell it and immediately like grows an empire she starts you know running into these like other drug bosses kingpins all these hot-headed men who you know and, and law enforcement who are fighting her and she basically just kills anybody who's in her way while also suffering, you know, deaths of her own, uh, like Alberto, her sort of close confidant, um, who dies. Ultimately she ends up like, um, giving herself up to avoid being assassinated. And mm -hmm. uh, when she does that, they they also think that they can get her on more charges than just the drug uh, charges that they're able to, to do. But they're not really because uh, uh, whatever this guy, Revi, he's sleeping with uh, one of the detective. He's uh, having phone sex yeah. with the secretary at the yeah. DA's office and yeah. uh, basically gets, gets yeah. the case thrown out as a result. Yeah. So she goes away for 13 years right before or seven years. I, I'm mixing up like real life and, and, this, and the story because they are a little bit different. Yeah. Um, right before she gets out, she learns that all three of her sons have been killed. Um, the show implies that like they were all killed to make like an example for her right before she got out, like leave her as close, you know, in j just as before she's about to be released. Yeah. Um, and she, as she's like, also as she's like the most successful, she's also basically losing her mind in this whole thing where she's making people like undress and she's paranoid. Well, and she 
angry. She seems and, to be using yeah. a bit too much of her own product yeah. is what it's implied. And she's yeah. high off of not just cocaine, but like the greed. Yeah. And we see how much she loves the nickname Godmother. Yeah. Like she yeah. is like live high on her own supply, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But in two ways. Yeah, that's right. Uh, um yeah. anyway then she's released uh we then learn that uh years later she's assassinated uh she's sent back to many and basically in real life it's because she has health issues um and she's like uh, uh she's ultimately yeah assassinated so but yeah. her fourth kid michael corleone which wow just is suing netflix griselda yeah it's very funny michael corleone yeah. uh yeah he like that that story was wild to me that she like basically has dario executed to take michael back and michael then after you know after griselda goes to jail and uh all of michael's brothers are killed he's living in medellin with his uh no paternal grandmother right right. um and but yeah he got into some legal trouble as well later on with like trafficking cocaine uh so big time yikes for michael family business yeah for sure i was hoping that he got out of, like i was hoping when i went on the wiki page for griselda blanco that i was like please let michael corleone become like an elementary school teacher or something like yeah. i just wanted the best for him can can i tell you so i believe the uh there's an article that got released that said like they made griselda ugly and i don't know if that was like character wise because i actually think it's my biggest critique of the show is that she's like she's there are ways in which she's like probably too sympathetic but that's fine we'll get into it mm-hmm. um but then he's doing the show for basically like everybody else who's portrayed like not like i guess that's the loss here um but the idea that like they've made her ugly is so funny because i keep seeing like you know sofia vergara transformation and i'm like okay when i look at pictures side by side i'm like yeah but also sofia vergara is like astonishingly beautiful where i think like even making her look like more like roselda blanco she's still like one of the most beautiful okay i hope people if you're watching this video on youtube i hope you saw my face when you said that they made Griselda ugly because i was like how what like i know i the only thing i happened to notice was especially when we flash forward in time because we do skip a fair bit in time throughout the series um when when she's like been using a lot of coke and everything i did notice her teeth had like yellowed and everything so they certainly did and her hair looks a little bit different but like Sophia Vergara ugly like are you actually kidding me this is yeah to your point she was wearing like some prosthetics and stuff like she is wearing some so if you do look at side-by-side picture of like Sophia Vergara and then and then her as Griselda like they have done work on her face but she still looks like so she's still gorgeous and the thing is is like I don't know I just think to me it didn't matter like I felt like what's more important obviously physical transformation is like semi-important you know you want to get the look right especially because this is in the 70s and the 80s you want to like make sure the costuming and all of that is excellent but I just thought she exuded the charisma that a drug lord would need and so I kind of didn't care about the rest of it you know like I mean, I still thought she looked beautiful. I thought, I mean, I love like a, a 70s curtain bang moment. Mm. I thought she, her outfits were stellar. I yeah. thought the, something I noticed, Grace, and this is, you know, this is on me. I'm not someone who usually notices like directorial or directorial choices and stuff like that. But there were certain scenes where they were in that one particular club where like Griselda mm. is never allowed to go past the velvet rope. And then finally she's at the head table, you know, the yeah. club area yes. where they had like, two characters sitting and behind them like all these like sparkly lights mm-hmm. and Sofia Vergara is wearing this like sparkly dress and I was yes. like this is absolutely gorgeous yeah 
Yeah. I think, I think the thing with like a lot of cinematography is like, there are some that like, it's so good that it's like, you can't help but notice it. And then I think there's a level to which like you, you notice bad cinematography, but you yes. don't always notice like pretty good cinematography, which I think is like maybe, uh, yeah. But I, you know, the story in terms of like, why did this get made? Do we need, you know, I mean this, I've been kind of ranting on podcasts for the last few years about like the death of the anti-hero that I mm -hmm. think like real life events have made us be like, no, bad people are bad and they're bad and, and they should just be bad. And I feel like, you know, it's interesting that this, this show gets made and that it's about specifically a woman who is in an industry that there is like, you, you can't really just quit. And at the beginning of the show, I guess they are saying like, you basically could, you could just sell this, like, you know, maybe don't sell Coke or like, okay, just sell this one, whatever. I don't know. Measurement. Well, she has cocaine. many opportunities to get out of the business and chooses not to, even after her sons are like, yeah, we could spend all this time together. We could go here. We could go there. We could go to the movies. Like we could go bowling. She, it doesn't matter. She could have everyone saying, sell, get out, go yeah. somewhere else. Dario, we let's bring Michael somewhere else. I don't want him in this business. It doesn't matter. She's too hungry for the power. Yeah. And I, I think to some degree, like she's probably, you know, even if you do leave, you, you can't really leave, you know, too. I think that like, you know, even yeah. if she sells, I think she's still like, you know, she's, you know, probably it's not like as easy to be like, she'll never have problems from the drug world or the drug cartel ever again. But at the same time, she is like choosing to like double down and, and become mm -hmm. more invested in control and whatever. And all of that, while that's happening, it's the unique situation of her being a woman in this like, you know, awful masculine um, uh, environment, all the people, you know, who are, you know, uh, keeping her down on top of just because it's like the worst industry you could ever be involved in, but also yeah. because she's a woman. So. Yeah. And it's really interesting that because she starts off when she, when she first starts selling in Miami, the way she gets the Coke over, cause she imports it uh, yeah. from, uh, from Colombia is she has all these women who used to be sex workers working for her. Instead, they'll pack the Coke in their bras uh, and then get it over the border basically. And yeah. so she, she not only she like, I, I, the most sympathetic, I think I felt towards her was, Oh God, there were two moments, I guess. The first was when she is like, she's has all these women now just sitting around in Miami and she's not going to get paid for all the Coke that they smuggled over. And then she can't pay them. And so she just feels bad for like all these women who would have to go back to sex work if she wasn't going to be able to provide for them. Yeah. Um, and then the second time being obviously when she is forced to sleep with her husband's brother to, to pay off a debt, which is just so disgusting and wrong. And like, just, I mean, yeah, that guy sucked so hard. Yeah. I hated him. Yeah. Yeah. But she kills Alberto for that, so it's fine. She kills um, a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, I think the thing for me about this show is I, I, I'm not sure how I feel just about the portrayal of her in terms of how hard she found the killings. Because so, yeah. and I want to like talk this through and think about it because I think that there is a level to which maybe even the most sociopathic, you know, serial killer, you know, this type of thing. Like there's some part of it, like, was this her, was this, is this true that even, you know, every time basically someone, she had to kill somebody, she did feel for it. Ultimately she decides to do it anyway. And so can those two 
realities like can they can they live in the same universe that like you can feel bad yeah. when you do it and ultimately you're the type of person who can decide that like that's worth it or you have to and because of the immense pressure she's she's under and again i'm not trying to like um excuse her murder because I'm, I'm saying I, I i want to check myself whether my instinct of like she's like throwing up and um like you know like crying and like oh we did it for nothing like all of that stuff i feel like makes her seem like an empathetic character and i think though i feel like that's a really um that's too sympathetic of a read i think of the show to just say like well then that makes her empathetic yeah. because we can we can drown out our empathy of that by knowing that like well she still does it she she orders all of these killings and and from what we know about in real life she kills way more people than the show implies that she kills yeah uh, so you know I yeah know. the the thing that um especially the part where she gets dario and a partner of his to go and kill the the witness um and and then they end up having to kill the witness's wife and basically orphan a a, a baby an infant that is um, one of the murders she ultimately gets charged for in real life it's one of the when she when her kids die she basically i believe goes into a plea deal about the murder because they're still actually trying to get her on the murder so yeah they kind of you know yada yada at the end but she actually stays in jail i think for 13 years total on a 20-year sentence that we're all running concurrently so she would have got out after 20 years they let her out because of health issues but one of the murders she does plead guilty to is killing the kid mm -hmm. yeah which yeah uh well yeah that and the the small child who dies basically accidentally oh that's the, the one sorry that's what i mean that's, that's what the I one mean. you're talking about yeah yeah because the, the baby is just orphaned like the yes. baby has no parents now no um, she does she does plead yeah. guilty to the murder where they actually accidentally killed a kid in the in the car because he was yeah. like there yeah but I agree with you. It was like, okay, I don't need to feel sympathy for this woman. I don't know that um, that felt like uh, they were writing that in to kind of make us like the character a bit more versus maybe that's actually how she felt because make no mistake, she killed so many people and children certainly were affected. Her kids were involved in the business. Like, give me a break. You know, she didn't protect them from it. She brought them into it. And I, I thought, in my opinion, the most sympathetic character, and they're all, I mean, they're pretty much all terrible, right? Like, they all do bad things, pretty much all of them, beyond some of the kids. Uh, but Dario, I thought, was such an interesting character. And I was mm -hmm. really intrigued by him being kind of the, right, he first comes in as, like, a, a right-hand man to uh Griselda's, uh, was it her husband, or was it the other guy? I'm getting so I think it's up. So it's um, it's Alberto's brother. So it's her her husband that she kills, right? She comes downstairs after having slept with him, right? Gotcha. And this is, she she walked me out, and then he walked. Yes. Her. And then the brother goes to like kill her, and then the kid comes in and is gonna shoot him, and he's that's like, right, and he chooses and to shoot the other he guy shoots instead. The brother instead of uh, instead that's of the right. Kid. Thank no. you, but yeah, going from him being like a contracted killer of sorts to being her like bodyguard and yeah. doing her dirty work for her to then being her husband. And she even says like, you softened after Michael was born. Right. And he's like, well, yeah, I don't want my, my son involved in this. He tries to take the kid out of it. He tries to take the kid to, to Columbia and get him out of it. Of course it, you know, he ultimately dies for doing that. But I thought his storyline was so fascinating 
trying to get it into her head. Like, you don't have to do this. You can get out of this business, you know, like let's take the kids, let's get away. I don't know how much of that is, is true to real life. I mean, obviously we know in real life, he did take Michael to Columbia and when they like disagreed about custody and then he was assassinated. So we know yeah. all of that is true. Um, but I don't know. I was really drawn in. I thought they did a good job with a lot of the characters. The one that I had a little bit of a question on, and I don't know if you were able to track her a little bit better was, uh, I think her name was Carmen, who yes. was the friend with Grisel, who Griselda went to originally stay with in Miami, didn't want yes. anything to do with the drug business, uh, yes. worked at like a travel agency, tried to get Griselda a job, which she was so painfully bored by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she ultimately gets involved in this, in this drug business. It seems like she just, it's too tempting of an offer. Um, yes. to, to not say yes to. She's also the one who June goes to to flip on right. on her as well. Which ultimately, yeah. Um, do we see what happened? We must see what happens to her. And I can't, just can't. Remember. Doesn't she get? Doesn't she die? Doesn't she get killed? Doesn't I she? I remember her getting killed, but mm. she might have been. A lot let's, of people got killed. Yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I. I think it's really, you know, the, the story of like her being like, so like, what the hell are you doing? You moved in, like you can't, you're not allowed to, you know, whatever. And then just being caught up in what this world for the short time you're allowed to do it gets you, which is money and power and influence and sex and drugs and whatever you want. Right. She's just like, and all she has to do is like buy plane tickets for the women who are going to like come over. Like, you know um, it's, you know, I think the biggest thing in here which i don't think this show does a super good job of other than for griselda but for so many people like why do it and most of the time it's because they, they don't have a lot of choice like there's so they're like uh once you kind of get sucked into this world you get stuck in it you don't have the means to get out of it trying to find right just a regular work job like might not be enough to pay your bills as opposed to like yeah being involved in this incredibly dangerous thing but like you know and you can see that a little bit in when when Griselda gives the speech to all the like people of like her new yes. the new workers, um, but then you hear like she can give the best speech, but then literally like the next scene it'll be like no actually we just said we pay them more money and they're all going to work for us so sorry you're screwed like it doesn't really matter you know yeah. it doesn't matter um, it's because yeah they get a lot of money and it's worth for them it's worth the the risk so I I thought there was you know, good in terms of Carmen and that she's so adamant that she's not going to be a part of it until it feels like you could do this forever and make as much money as possible and never, and get away with it. Then you, she does it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really interesting. I thought I really liked getting kind of different women that were all involved in this story, but at different, you know, uh, different amounts of involvement, I would say. So we have Griselda, obviously head honcho, and then you have Carmen who gets kind of sucked into this world and she really resists, but she can't ultimately, uh, resist too much when it comes to the money aspect. And then you have June who is the detective on the case. And I thought her story was fascinating. Obvious. I felt like very obviously to me, this was written just for the show. I, I don't know that this person, uh, exists you know, existed at the time, uh, you know, if she was the one who was tracking Criselda and ultimately led to her conviction and all that. But June's story was so interesting because she yeah. also gets, it's like the tale of misogyny and what it does to women, right? Like she gets no respect at her job. She has, she's a single mother, which also makes things very difficult for her in terms of being there for her son. And she's like, but she's a really good detective. And she's the one who keeps hitting the, what is it? Uh, 
beating the drum of no it's a female drug lord it's a fee and no one will believe her like that's not even possible yeah. uh but she she i mean she ultimately does uh nail Gristelda and takes her in but i thought her i loved getting the kind of parallel storylines between june and Gristelda this uh this episode or this uh miniseries yeah um she's she's june hawkins is a real person who did help take down um griselda so that's cool as, as opposed to Carmen, oh, incredible. Who is, yeah who is fictionalized but um i one of the things i really do love about like shows like you know narcos is is about trying to get pablo escobar and i do always you know there's this like joke about criminals that like al capone got taken down on tax evasion right it's like it's not all the murders and all the bad right. stuff he, did. he just got caught for tax evasion um i kind of always love and it's because like the you know the justice system is not perfect or or even maybe good but it does have ways in which you can't just arrest even if you know that that you have to have proof and all of this stuff and so right. i kind of love in these shows in like the crime shows of like where it's like well we could get her on that but you actually if you only get her on that then like you only have evidence for this thing and that's the big thing that june and her boss al are struggling with at the end and he's kind of like you know, we have to be okay with seven. At least she'll be away for like seven years, right? Or like 13 at the most or whatever. Right. And she's like, no, it's not good enough. She needs to like serve justice for all of the things she did. But it's so hard to get people, even like getting Carmen to talk is, it's it's uh, Carmen's son, I think, who dies is the one, right? Because Rivi is going to try and go and kill um, Carmen's boyfriend who she thinks is an informant because right. because he wouldn't help her son and he also didn't come to her birthday party so she's like it must be and she thinks it's carmen Ruby's like no it must be him and then he goes and he misses and he shoots the son and they see it on tv and so that's yeah. the thing that propels carmen to go and talk to june but june trying to like but come on like you know we have to get like we have to get her and her persistence in trying to put griselda away and this like thing in in these crime shows of like if you just catch them for dealing a bit of drugs, it's nothing. Yeah. You have well, to. Well, that's get them how they the got. Drugs. That's how they got. Uh, Rivi, right? Was that yeah. it? Wasn't on drugs. It was they got him for kidnapping Ozzy, the youngest. The they youngest actually got boy. him because he robbed the bank, which he only tried to exchange right. a dot like quarter for quarters. Um, and then right. he showed a gun, and so he didn't really rob. The, from my perspective, he didn't really rob the bank. But then, um, but then, yeah, he and then and then yeah, they like say that he's kidnapped Ozzy, and they. And they yeah, are able to arrest him. Yeah. Really interesting, Rivy. He he felt like very um he felt very 70s. <laughs> like he just <laughs> I don't yeah. know, he epitomized the 70s for me. And yeah. he was like very like like a bit of a seductor kind of guy. Is that a yeah. word? He's yeah. Sed yeah. seductress is a word. So uh yeah, he just seduced people. Um and yeah, I okay, I have to admit, Grace, when we saw the scene of him having the having phone sex while in, in prison. And this is also it, true. This is yeah, true as well. This yeah. is a true thing. Um, but I was a bit like, and why? Why am I watching this? Until it was then said, like, oh no, she works in the DA's office and the case is like thrown out because of it. I was like, Oh, you you sly little mother. Like <laughs> he just knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, I did like the line where she's like, because they talk and he's she's like, he's like, I, you know. Maybe in past lives we were uh, as somebody who I was a big fan of past lives this year, yeah. last year. So yeah, and then uh, and then he's again like, yeah, past lives, and then he 
he does do the plea deal um and she's like what the hell and he's like well i'm not gonna die for you in this life like <laughs> yeah that was a good that was a good line yeah. that was yeah. pretty good yeah yeah um, one other yeah. one other thing before we get into the superlatives a small thing that i really enjoyed that they did throughout the entire series was griselda having her little moment alone with her cigarette and kind of like yeah, yeah, tracing yeah. a future that she can see for herself almost yeah, yeah. I loved that small, those small moments, especially when like, obviously the final one is her, you know, on the beach watching her three sons who have all been killed. Uh, and she's like, you know, imagining herself on a beach when she's in a prison cell. I thought that was really, really well done. Yeah. I think that for me, the show, I, I do think the other performances, there are performances in here that are, that are pretty good. Um, she's really good in this. And I actually wonder, I think there's a good shot. She gets nominated actually for a limited. Uh, interestingly, like we're in a weird time where like, yeah, the Emmys are going to happen again, probably this year in September. So right. um, we actually won't be that far off. So um, I definitely think she could get nominated in a limited series. I think she was really good. And she's just like immensely captivating on screen. I was joking with you before that like we've been watching the, this one was only six episodes, but um, in some ways it was as much of a, a of, of like to, to watch this as much as like we watched three seasons of slow horses and like I had to watch right. two seasons of for all mankind because um you you had you had to watch it's like the choice to have it be in Spanish. The other thing about um Cassie Sofia Vergara, like she is Colombian, because like a lot of the other representation of Griselda Blanco has not been accurate. And you know, you go back and forth on whether like does the drug lord need accurate representation, but probably yes. So Sofia Vergara mm -hmm. signs up. But I just thought she was so good. I thought the choice to keep it um, a lot of the talking in Spanish, although like it meant like I couldn't really look at my phone or I realized I, I like had missed the last five minutes. And to be fair, I normally don't do that as much if, like when I'm watching a bunch, like the first two seasons of Slow Horses, I wasn't watching as intently as them. You're going to talk about the right, third season. Right. But, um, no, I just thought her performance was really good. She was so captivating. The costuming was amazing. But, but her performance in general, just to me, stands out way above i think everything else that happened on the show i totally agree as much as i was intrigued by dario's storyline i thought that like by far the best performance was sofia vergara as griselda she was just like so interesting to watch like you could yeah. you could feel the power coming off of her you know in a lot yeah. of ways yeah um yeah but are you ready to get into some superlatives let's do it Oh, okay. So first one up, of course, is best scene, which, God, there's so, there are, there are a lot of them. I'm trying to think of which mm. one I would pick for the best one. Okay. So I did highlight this one earlier. I don't know if it's my best, but it's standing out to me, which is um, mm -hmm. when she does give the like unifying speech to all the, the men as on their trucks and whatever. And she's like, you know, this is, you know, they don't respect you. They don't care who you are. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I thought that was good. Um, her freak out at the party is maybe is so uncomfortable, but it's Ugh, pretty good of that. Like yeah. Making them like get the guy down on his, uh, to get naked and bark and then making the two people F. Um, and then there's one that I, I'll just save cause I want to, I want to nominate it for best death if we're going to do best death, but there's yeah. a scene that like, I think my, I think it's my favorite scene from the show. So I think, uh yeah yeah go ahead well, and say what what is it when they kill alberto i was not i did not see that coming of like she so she has gotten her army her militia to like bomb everything like all the other miami things and then they're like willing to do a truce and she's like no. oh arturo you mean 
Oh, Arturo, yes. Yeah, Alberto was her, her husband. No, You're F. Alberto. Arturo. I do mean Arturo. And yes, so she's bombed all of her stuff. And then they're like, yes. okay, we'll give in. And she's like, no, yes. you have to keep like keep doing it. Keep doing it. We'll show our power. So they do it. And then when they go for like the truce meeting, they just kill Arturo. And they're like, well, you had awful. to pay. You had to pay for like some of you. And you'll just never do that again, right? And I was like, oh my God, this world is so ruthless of like, you think you're doing this thing to hold power over someone and they just kill your like right-hand man. It was brutal. It's the best death by far for me, but it's like, yeah. yeah. It was a really good scene. I think, so I have two that come to mind. One is when she lights all of the Coke on fire in the middle of like an empty pool and does pretty that good. massive speech. Any speech she does is like pretty incredible. So that's up there for me. Um, And then- Oh, I d- it did tug on my heartstrings like a, a tiny little bit when she gave mm-hmm. her sons all the matching necklaces. I have to admit, yeah. I just felt I Ooh, felt like June gives one though. back. Oh. oh, that was heartbreaking. It was more about I'm not I'm not like again. This is not me like sympathizing for Griselda. It was more about like the kids, right? Like yeah. she yeah. says it's all for them, but we know it's not. And like her manipulating them essentially with these gifts, like it just broke my heart for for the kids. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, certainly lighting the coke on fire. I don't know. That was just pretty so cool. cool. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Light something on fire. I'm happy. <laughs> well, then and then they did that, and then Arturo got got shot. So you know, be yeah. careful. Yep. Yeah. Uh, best character. I mean, uh, no brainer. It's Griselda. It's no brainer. Griselda, right? Like, yeah. who else would it be? And she's the best. And the and the worst um do you know what i uh, there is um uh one one character we haven't talked about yet which is one of griselda's son i really like that scene um where they're having dinner and um and uber eats <laughs> you had to do it you had to do it i you know what contrary to my belief i didn't have to do it <laughs> i will say though i will say because i'm pretty sure it's uber um uber. Yeah. i really liked I loved actually I should say is this is one of the best scenes too. I'm giving so many scenes, but the scene that she has with Uber when uh she tells him she's pregnant, yeah, and yeah, their yeah. whole conversation. I was I really thought Uber was such an interesting character. He's so different than Dixon, he, who's like the one who freaks out and shoots people and yeah, you know all and, that. And then Uber tells Dario, and then I like the scene yeah. later, which like I, you know, used to never tell anybody anything, you know, my secrets. You know what scene I also did like and I thought was like kind of like you know, of the show is when dario finds out she's pregnant or or they know she's like and he he talks about he's gonna like make the thing and he wants her to get out and she's like he's like why didn't you tell me and she's like because i didn't want this to basically happen where you think you need to protect me and the baby that's inside of me um which is like true from like feminism and also like yeah but literally the business you're in like so many people die so like maybe yeah right maybe he should know and maybe he should get out Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah um uh worst character oh god uh is it rafa who's gonna kill her at the end he's he's pretty bad alberto making her sleep i'm trying to find the alberto really sucks yeah alberto's up there for me the other guy i really hated and i'm so sorry i'm i'm so bad with names i can't remember his name is it Rigo? Who's the guy um, whose father she accidentally like kills when she thinks she kills him? Uh, uh, and he carries the, he has the urn with him. There is a he guy sucks. named Rigo. There is a guy named Rigo. I don't know whether might be Rigo. Um, but I mean, honestly, I think I would go with Alberto anyway. Like she, he made her sleep with his brother. That's so yeah. you're nasty. You're nasty. Oh, do you know another scene I like? I like when. They go in, you know, the guy that she like beats with a baseball bat in like episode one or two. Yes. And then they go to like, 
So she's trying to sell the like one kilo of Coke she has or whatever. Yes. And they go to the guy and like, so they call him the bird, but like, you'll see, but don't say anything. And then they're taught. And he's like, he's like, no, your cocaine was very good. And she's like, yeah, I'm surprised you don't have the whole thing up your nose. And she starts like making fun of how big his nose is. And then it he did- makes her touch his nose. Yeah. I mean, he gets weird, but I did like that. Her just being like, she's being girl boss. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then then everybody there dies that was also very good so and there's like the big yeah, guy i kind of love like a monster who can't be ki- so like the guy coming in and just being shot like 15 times but like standing because he's like a big beast i kind of i kind of did like i, I yeah. like that i think that's where she first meets uh Rivi as well but yeah. yes um okay best death you already said arturo yeah i think it's arturo i mean i mean you could also great. argue that alberto's death is also the best is like the best death but yes. cinematic, like, there's two things. One is like, I was really happy when we find out that she shot Alberto. Um, but yeah. I do think Arturo's is the best for, like, the one that I. Yeah. I would agree. It's the most impactful, right? I would, I would say second for me is finding out that when they attempted to kill the one guy, they accidentally killed his kid instead. Yeah, pretty, that was pretty devastating. And it's like Ozzy being like, "What the heck's going on on TV?" And they're like, mm, "Actually, your mom did that. It's bad." Yeah, but, your you mom's know. a bad lady. Yeah um all right uh our superlative grace do you have a superlative in mind I, yeah i think it's a show that i'm gonna get into the cocaine business i think it seems like it's a good time i'm most likely to make me want to get into the cocaine business i think i'm good time to do it yeah i'm gonna buy a kilo and yeah i'm gonna sell it it's good yeah you look like you make um, a lot of money you make a lot of money a lot of money but you have to kill a lot of people that's who has who hasn't already who hasn't <laughs> um uh, I think I would say, I don't know, show that made me like really love the aesthetic of the 70s even more. Like it just yeah, was yeah. such a vibe, the outfits, the hair. I don't know. I, and obviously, like part of it takes place in the 80s, too. But yeah. it, I can't get over like the feathered hair and the curtain bangs. I just loved it. I mean, I think best show that uh, to, to squeeze in an Uber Eats pun on the pot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I don't remember there being a theme song. There's not. There's just title credits over Griselda. Every episode, okay. So, I was like, uh, did I miss it? I don't remember no, anything. It's just like once an episode, Griselda would pop over Griselda's face. That's like you okay, know, but that's yeah. nothing. There's just nothing. No, it's nothing. I would put it. The, I would put it right at the bottom. You yeah. trash, Griselda. Sorry. What else is at the very bottom, though? Sorry. What else is? Uh, a murder at the end of the world. But that at least had no, like they did than, interesting things. Yeah, force the mirror at the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's in the trash, uh, in the bin at the bottom of the rankings. Uh, next week, Scavengers Rain. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. We're kind of like this is probably the thing that will have the most time removed from since it aired to when we're right. watching it. Um, but it's so it's a little bit of a uh, there's something there's nothing on TV. There is a little bit of stuff on TV. It's just that a lot of it is actually starting to air weekly. So uh, expats just uh, started. Uh, obviously, we're not going to cover this because uh, uh, Rich and Philly are covering it, but Masters of the Year. But it's a right. little bit of a slow time for both movies. Like we're not doing Post Rick Ups Theater this week. There's like nothing new in theaters. Um, so it's a slow time. So we're going to revisit one that we haven't covered on Post Recaps that uh, was very highly acclaimed. I know josh wiggler loves it so yeah yeah it's uh if for those who aren't sure what it is it's an adult animated science fiction drama series and uh, it's on max and apparently it is based on the 2016 short film scavengers yeah so i've heard the world building in this is is super excellent uh like top notch so yeah it is 12 episodes so we have some watching but they're like 
25 minutes a piece, Grace. Yeah, I, I could yeah. do that in my sleep. It's, it's actually probably shorter than Griselda. Actually, probably. Because if they're 12 well, episodes, even if, it, here's the thing. Shorter, even if it isn't, 25 minutes is so much it's so digestible you know it's so di- i can't get over like i love I, I miss the days of this 22 minute sitcom oh yeah so glory days. Uh, yeah that's what we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk maybe a guest we'll see we'll have some yeah that's out. that's next week uh so check that out if you're interested and of course don't forget to subscribe pushrecaps.com slash full spoiler recaps uh grace what else do you have going on yeah so true detective night country is airing uh finished uh episode three so halfway through uh this week so dr man and i are on the recap and then you and i just do the deep dive um hopefully with some guests along the way Mm, we're not doing poster recaps theater this week, but I'm sure we'll be back next week. That's, I think, the extent Slow of the time. plugs I have. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that January, that January, it's a tough time for podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a lull. Oh, uh, I was you- actually, sorry, I was on a sh- yeah. uh, podcast called truth unrestricted um uh, spencer a listener of the podcast reached out to me and i talked about how to have conversations about trans people so i thought oh, it was nice. very very good truth unrestricted it's uh, i thought it was a lovely conversation um and uh should check that out i did that for fun i it was a few weeks ago that recorded it, but it just came out this week so yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you could find me at the Jess Sterling. I am mostly just chatting about Felicity and Buffy every week over on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. And uh, and yeah, and here talking True Detective with Grace, really loving this season of True Detective. If you gave up the show because you were like, weren't a huge fan of like seasons two and three, jump back in in season four. It's been so good, especially like we're talking a lot about uh, women told stories with Griselda. Uh, True Detective is hitting it out of the park, in my opinion. So definitely check that out. Um, But yeah, until next week, you've been fully spoiled. And you've been fully recapped.